You are now listening to the Take and Run Podcast. So, episode 26, Taking It Run Podcast. Uh, Corey's here today with his, you know, 5%. Hey, guys. <laughs> um, so, first things first. Uh, Wait, uh, you're live? This is a sound yeah, check? Live. Okay, I thought you were doing a sound check. Oh, no, no. Hey, guys. No, no What's sound up? Check. I, I was sound checking before you came through. Okay, cool, cool. Um, first things first. Chick. Shakari Richardson. Um, Shakari Richardson. She has been banned from, you know, running her 100 meters in the Olympics. Yep. Um, for weed, and a lot of athletes have come. A lot of athletes have come to her defense, speaking. You know, let her run. You know, the metal ball tweeted. If it ain't crack, put her on the track. Somebody has to take his phone away from. Somebody has to. He and Black Widow commercials. He, he doing a lot. He and Black Widow commercials. He char- He's out here dating people. Yeah. That, you know, very illustrious backgrounds. Exactly. So, I mean. He putting Charlotte on the map. That's him, him and the baby. At, at the time. <laughs> Who else? I mean, as, as he should. He's the future of the Hornets, which yeah. I'm not sure if that's saying a lot. But it's something. But, um. Shakari Richardson getting suspended for weed. How do you what, like? What do you feel about that, man? Um, when you know the rules of the game, you have to play by the rules of the game. I feel like people are mixing like two separate sides of this. You're like, how could they take this from her? She's worked her whole life to get here, and it's like. So, if you're telling, what was this young lady, 18, 19, 20, in that range? Yeah, in that range. So, her whole life, knowing what the requirements were, knowing how you're viewed, knowing what the rules are, even beyond how you're personally viewed, you knew what the stakes were. And I'm personally split because I I know what the loss of a parent feels like. I know what what that sorrow and that despair could do to a person. But even like we used to talk about before, like she went to that because that, that was something that was comforting. Like people who have issues eating a lot or gaining weight when they're depressed or sad, they run to food because it's comfortable. And they, they have a relationship with it. Alcoholics run to alcohol. If, if you're running back to marijuana to help comfort you in that situation, you're going back to something that you know will work. So, the question now comes is, all right, you, you set a world record. You're, you become the top of the, top of the food chain. You don't think they was going to check? I mean, and I mean, I had this argument with you. Um, and I don't want to cast, you know, anything on, you know, what happened between, you know, her mother, everything like that. But convenience does have a weird time. And what and I mean connotation, by, and connotation. And connotation. And what I mean by that is anybody who's like a peep, who knows anything about public relations, who knows anything about marketing, when she got caught, I can imagine her PR manager saying, Yo, didn't your mother just die? Yes. Say that. But and that's their job. And, and people 
and it's it, the job is working and they're doing it yes. well. Like people always get mad because somebody has to figure out what general perception is and somebody has to understand whether or not they can use it to their advantage. That's literally what they, that's how they feed their families. So yes. if you if you don't believe that type of conversation is happening when you're a, a hundred million dollar brand like the Olympics and, and the biggest participant one of the biggest participants of it, that's just naive. And and that's the thing. I mean, the Olympics are a worldwide organization. People are like, well, 19 of the 50 U.S. states allow people to recreationally smoke marijuana. And I'm like, okay, cool. That doesn't mean 19 of the 50 countries. Yeah, where, where's the 100 meter this year? Like, Des Moines? Like, yeah. is it here? Does everybody have to come here every year to every four years to compete? No, it's, it's a world games, not an America games. And, and not only the laws that, that we have do not. It's in Tokyo and in Japan. Like, weed is very frowned upon. Yeah, it's 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 a jailable offense. I'm not sure if jailable's work, but it's like you any know, any sort of possession of exactly coming from the the, the land of the opioid field. But yeah, like weed, marijuana. I think it's a climate thing, but like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's any type of possession of that is a serious offense. And then you look at another com- a country that would qualify in race, and in Jamaica, yeah, <laughs> and it's just like they have much different rules and regulations and and things in place for that. And that's the thing; it's like you know, but everybody has to agree on one standard. She was supposed to; she was the favorite to win the one hundred meter dash. Yeah. Now it's back to Shelly Ann from Jamaica, who, to be honest, she is great, mm-hmm. great. But my problem is, first and foremost, I mean, like I said, convenience is a weird thing. But not only that, you prepare your entire life for a moment. Yeah. Say I prepare my entire life to make it into the NBA. And all I had to do is make sure, you know, I did not, you know, break my ankle before the combine. I will do everything in my power to Hey, you know, I am not doing any sort of mobility. I will bench press. Yeah. I will I'll do everything to stay off of that ankle. Exactly. It's as simple as that. I've worked my entire life for this moment. I'm going to get to that moment. The Olympics are a worldwide event. The Olympics, that's what put Usain Bolt into yeah. that that stratus new whole new stratus. That stratosphere where he's considered, you know, you want to talk about best athletes of all time. People are like, well, there's Tiger Woods, Serena Williams, Michael Jordan, Usain Bolt. And he's one of those like personalities to where he made so much money off of that. It's, it's one thing to be like skillful. It's one thing to be like really good. Like Bird was really good, but but Irvin was magic. He he had a smile. Yeah, Irvin was magic. Like you you flip you can flip Tinseltown to Beantown through their careers, and I promise you. Magic gonna find his way out to Cali. Like yeah. he's gonna find his way out to that. When you have an infectious personality like that, it transcends so much more than you just being an athlete. Exactly. And I mean, if you want to even talk about, you know, who's the most marketable player in sports right now? What you say? Most marketable. Marketable Zion. I think Zion. Smile. You know, never did anything where it's just like, oh my gosh. Except duff a few things in the parking lot. <laughs> yes. But, allegedly. 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 <laughs> allegedly. But it's like, to me, you know, LeBron James is in that stratosphere. Yeah. But LeBron James got to that stratosphere, and I don't want to put any, you know, disrespect on his name, because Kobe Bryant messed up. Yeah. Well, and I don't I don't know, because Kobe's greatness as an athlete came after 
that he retired. Yeah. His greatness as a basketball player was very, very evident from the from day one. But athlete takes on a different connotation or understanding to where it's just like, hey, well, my mom know this is like my mother's walking down the street and saw Kobe Bryant. She's gonna know she's looking at Kobe Bryant. Yeah. But that part came like where he became kind of like more malleable to the like everybody else, like the average day person. But like LeBron out the gate. Like, you see him, you know him. Um, Serena Williams, you see her out the gate, you know Serena. Like, his, there's trailer park, park dudes huffing and, I don't know, <laughs> dip, dipping in the back. When they see I Serena... Think, yeah, it's glue. Yeah, it's glue. It's glue. <laughs> when they see Serena, they, they know that Serena right there. Like, that's just how it works. So. But, and that's that's the thing. She could have been in that stratosphere. All, yeah. all it takes is, when the, during the Olympics, all it takes is one. Mm-hmm. All it takes is one, especially... In the track and field category, track and field, all all eyes are on one person. All eyes are on that person. And you know the funny thing about it, right? Because you you've been teaching me stuff about like track and like talking about this and over the last few like months or whatever. But you only get one shot. Like that's it, right? Yeah, that's so. What's it's more exciting? Also, like less time between like. Tom Brady will never would never reach that stratosphere of athlete because of the number of games that you have to play. Yeah. Because it's just like, yo, he could have a really good two games and a really bad three games, and people have time to talk about it. But when I have a good race, y'all gonna talk about that good race for four years until y'all gotta see me again. You gotta see if I have me an again. average race, if I'm not, if I've been nice in the past, you might hold on to the hope for me to be good again in four years. Like, I, I have, I'm not in front of you every two seconds. So those track athletes, that's why we hold so close to Usain Bolt, like the tennis players, because like we, I feel like I only see t- tennis like but, televised like twice or three times a year. But that's the thing with track, you know, people people say you know that saying you have fifteen minutes of fame. Mm-hmm. With track, you have ten seconds. Yeah, you have ten. You have ten seconds to say, "Am I famous or am I nobody?" Yeah, nobody and remembers anybody else. Nobody, nobody remembers second place in track. No, nah. no, I don't know who came second in Usain Bolt. Justin Gatlin. Justin Gatlin was suspended those Olympics. So I'd just be throwing out. So names. was Tyson Gay. I had no idea. But yeah, and that's the like, thing. Those are the two things I know. Like I don't know who was second or third or fourth. Like exactly. I just remember him Dougie and, and Shibby and after watching no, all of dudes. Nobody knows who's second. Nobody no. knows who's third. You work your entire life for this moment, and she was the favorite to win in the Olympics. Yeah. You you could have been known across. And what gets me even more mad is she's suspended for a month. The way the Olympics work out, she can't run in a 100 meter dash, but she can run in four by one. Yep. So she can still go to the Olympics, see everybody else win a race she should have been able to win. And then have her name, and if they win that 400, then have her name attached to whatever. Attached to that. And knowing that my name will, I I would, if we win, it's because of me. Yes. So you imagine if I would have went one on one with these shit. Because she's probably going to be the anchor in the four by one. So it's just like, last. Last. So. If you need anybody to make up speed, she's gonna be yeah. that person. Your anchor's always the your anchor's always your fastest person. That's why Usain Bolt always ran the anchor for Jamaica. Gotcha. So, um it it sucks, but at the same time I've seen people say like, you know what she should do? She should find her own track. And while they're running the one hundred, yeah, alright, alright, alright. No, this is not that. what we're gonna do. This is not I swear. Woo. <laughs> no. Oh, it's, that's it, I, I keep going back to that conversation we had with Unc and Jeffrey. 
in an age where information is so readily available, why do we care so much about people's emotions? Because they, they want to. This is literally like the best time of like history where if you wanted the answer, you could find it. And that we can we can place logic to things. Like caveman A only knew but so much. And if caveman B said the other side with a different way, you wouldn't know. But here, with all this information, I gotta care how you feel. Or you're, you're gonna make decisions based off how you feel. It it's weird. By the way, she's twenty one years old. Twenty one. Yeah. But it's it's just like and that's the thing. Being a track athlete, being twenty one. That's not your peak of your career is gonna be four years from now. Yep. She'll hit twenty five, yep. and I'm looking up her one hundred time now. It but was ten. I think it was ten seven one. It, it's really good actually. Oh, ten six four. Ten six. Oh, a ten six four. That is ridiculous. And a hundred meters is how many yards just for my? Dude, I don't have. No. 100 meters is a straightaway. That's all I know. You got an ass series. I always I have to put it in football terms for my stupid American brain. But it's, oh, 109.36 yards. So, yeah, so it, that's rough because it, it is a, a football field in the end zone. Yeah. Which is absolutely that's crazy. ridiculous. Crazy. <laughs> absolutely re bro. Yeah, it she she ran it in under eleven seconds. That is insane. But that's the thing. She is twenty one. When she is twenty five in the Olympics from around again, I can see her running at that time. You could cut that down to a ten four. Yeah. If you have four years to prepare to cut down to a ten four, you can cut it down to a ten four. So I mean, I did like I did like her um, after that that race when she was just like no matter what I'm gonna be like no matter what it's almost like prophetic, but it's like it no matter what happens from this point out, it doesn't it doesn't matter what I'm an Olympian. Yeah, she, she, is. Yeah, she is, and I mean it's just tough, especially with I despise. I don't want to say hate because hate is a strong word. It is. I despise the fact that people are comparing this to Michael Phelps. Well, you know that's the revisionist history. Like I just need a few key words. Right? Olympics, we oh Michael Phelps. Sorry. Like, it's just how it's gonna but it's pop like up. Michael Phelps was suspended for a year. Yep. And in a competition swimming, mind you, you know, black people can't swim. No, you know niggas can't swim. <laughs> they can't swim. Imagine not swimming for a year and they were like, Hey, you are gonna compete against the best people in the world and you have to do this again. Yep. You you have to be better than everybody else. After taking a year off, you can't do any competitive swim. Yep. And he won. He was really good at it. I'm not weird. He's a well, fish in water. You know, they always used to say, like, he swims so much of the day that he has to eat, like, 6,500 calories a day to, like, yeah. keep his body weight. Oh, nigga, he just got the munchies. He don't, <laughs> he don't have to eat 650. Yo, he's smoking it down. Like, trust me, he'll be perfectly okay. But, um, and, and on top of that, the, the media, like, he was, like, like the same way they did Lance Armstrong is the same way they did Michael Phelps. Yo, like, they were like, don't you ever let your children become like Michael Phelps. He was our greatest hope, but he smoked marijuana. Like, that's just how they, every commercial, they stripped him off the guy. He ain't even had no milk. He used to got milk. <laughs> he don't got milk no more. Like, they stripped him off of everything. 
And, but that's the thing. It's like, you know, you spend him for a year. He comes back. Everybody's like, oh, well, you're our best hope to win any medals. So yeah. I'm over. You spend her for 30 days. Like 30 days, to be honest, is not a lot of time for a track athlete. It, because you would still run. Yeah. It's just you cannot run in the Olympics. Literally, you could run with you know teammates. Every you could still be competitive on the side. Being competitive and you know how hard it is to be like, hey yo, you want to come swimming with me, bro? Yeah, yeah, like you yes, want, yes, indeed. We, I, we, I truly do, dude. We've been trying to get in the pool over yes. here. It's been very difficult. But I like to swim, and I can swim very well. And yeah, 100%. you know how hard it is to say, yo, you want to jump in the pool? Just finding somebody, especially in the track world where there's so many people, yeah. male or female, just to say, hey, you just, I don't even need you to run a lot. Nope. Just sprint 100 meters with me. We could do this four times. We could call it a day. Go, go to Buffalo Wild Wings, get some wings. Call it a day after that. Yeah. It, it's, but people are just like, man, we need to treat her with the same energy we did. Like, please Michael, don't. Like, why? <laughs> well, and, and, he never. Te- I don't think Michael Phelps ever tested. And that is the difference. Michael Phelps never tested positive. He was caught on camera. Yeah. She violated the doping rules of the Olympics. You. I. Ho- I know you saw homegirl on Twitter who was talking about her nails and that um, strong fingernails are a sign of, of steroids. Steroids. Her, her hair and her nails. Hair, 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 I was hair. just like, first ma'am, of all, how, how many black women have you been ma'am, around? Ma'am, <laughs> ma'am, you're telling on yourself, like. <laughs> Come holla at the concept. We'll put you through the, the diversity and inclusion boot camp. I saw while you were grabbing on um, the basketball pump out my car. I was on Instagram. I'm like, really, bro? Yeah. It's nasty. It's, that's a sign of steroids. It's nasty. And But I, that's the only other proof you have. Literally. Like, you didn't go to any Caucasian, any Venezuelan, any other athlete who might have broken the rule. You went to the only other black well, not only other, but the, be, yeah. the larger of the other two. And her fingernails? You were right. You, you're telling on yourself at that point. Yeah, come on, fam. Like, but that's because I just feel like, all right, sometimes I know I'll be having stuff to say, and I know it's going to be it's gonna come across the wrong way, and there's no way I can, like, really change that. So what I'll try to do is find, like, other, like, parallels to it, to help a person to see, like, I know this is going to sound weird, but, hey, just so you see, I'm not just wilding. Yeah. She was just like, I hate black people, and threw it right out. The only other person I have proof of is Flojo, but I'm going to tell you it's commonplace, but I can't prove it. And that's the thing. Even with Flojo, like, they just found out today that she didn't die of an OD. Like, she had cardiac arrest. Oh. And I'm just like... There's a big difference between ODing and cardiac arrest. So, I mean, you know, the, the Olympics has always been a messy place for people because people do whatever to win. Yeah. Look at that iceberg team. Remember? 97. Yeah. Yeah, playing the hockey team. That, <laughs> that team coached by Gordon Bombay. They would do anything to win. I never t- I, I really despise it. I haven't touched the Olympics since I saw Gunnar Stahl go for my man's knee. So, it's... Okay, mighty Ducks fan. But, and that's the thing. People are making it after after Richardson's you know little debacle. They're making it seem like the Olympics is against black people. Well, that's like kind of a place. Like <laughs> sometimes they'd be right, sometimes they'd be wrong. But it's like this is one of those and, and that's the thing. It's like with her situation. I don't think it's against black people. I think it's yo. Know, we had a rule. 
I do not care if it's legal in half of your country. It's not legal in our country. It's not legal throughout the world. This is our rule. And like, but it also kind of snitches on America's view of themselves. Like, hey, we're the center of the world, so if it's good here, what y'all got? And that, and that's the thing. People in America don't understand that the rest of the world does not care. Yeah, they don't. Nah. It's like you could say, hey, it's legal in nineteen states. Okay, and yeah. like, they want to fight about it or what? <laughs> there's a lot of us that just do not care. Y'all can't even control y'all pipeline. But if there's something about us, like, what's up? But if there's something that is more like racially inclined, it's the swim cap thing. That is nasty, bro. It's literally saying, and I have it on my Instagram actually, bro. I forget yeah. the name of the brand. Uh, Soul Cap. So, have you ever just like? I don't even know how to really ask a question around this, but I, I'll just get straight to it. How do you not want to protect your money as a company? Like, if like, how do you? How are you so? non-self-aware, self-unaware that you can't go, look, I clearly have a blind spot when it comes to this group of people, so why not bring in somebody else that kind of can help me understand them? And if I can trust them, I can trust myself not to say something stupid. Company after company, event after event, Wimbledon to the Olympics, it's just like, yo, get somebody to help you look at how other cultures live. But because the more you speak, the more you tend to offend people. That, that's why Nike has always been, I don't want to say perfect, but flawless might be different than perfect. And what I mean by that is the way they they dress Serena Williams for tennis matches, yep. you're just like, yo, that's you don't say that's a bad one. That's a bad black woman. Yes, indeed. It's like the way she comes out. Even she got injured her last match. She walked out, like, to be honest, looking like a queen. Yes, she, she did. had the whole, like, it looked like she just got married. Yeah. So. That, that was a queen. Yo, shout out to Nike. That was a queen. Nike knows how to just die. Like, Serena Williams is our gal. And the um, the pregnancy cat suit. The, the cat suit was fine. crazy. That was bad about the cast of it, too. The cast it was, was tight. It was so they bad was about, tight about the cast. But even, and I brought this up to you the other day, the Tiger Woods situation. Tiger Woods got caught cheating on his wife, yep. hit his car right outside his house. First thing Nike did was, we ain't dropping Tiger Woods. Nope. Commercial with his father as the voiceover. And I'm just sitting here like, dang, I might want to golf now. <laughs> I, did y'all get that voice bit before? Like, did y'all just have, like... Did, did you have this in the did vault? You, did you have it in the vault? Or did you <laughs> ask his father to come? Like, you had this in the Disney and vault? Right here. <laughs> like, like, is this a real... Exactly, right? Like, tell me this is, like, audio you have for, like, before. And that not after your man was violent, y'all called his, his pops up crib. Like, yo, we gotta spit it. We just need you to, like... But what was crazy... He rate him off like that came out... After his father already passed. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. I was just like, yo, <laughs> his father had this in the tub. His father's a wild dude, bro. He was in the tub. Him and Joe Jackson are, are oof, they're, they're a different breed of black father. Yeah, I mean, Joe Jackson, watching the Jackson movie is different. If you watch, you still probably haven't watched the Tiger Woods documentary. I'm like in the first one, I haven't got to the second one yet. Once you get into it, it's just like, yeah, yo, he brainwashed. Yeah. But back to the topic, you know, the Olympics not allowing swim caps that are for Afro. And this is what got me mad. It is worded Afro style hair. It's Bro, this, yo, at me. <laughs> like, <laughs> what you talking about? It, at it, me, man. It's worded that way. And I have it right here. It says, Soul Cap designed swimming caps for athletes with natural hair so they could compete without struggling to put them on. Or cause damage to the air. 
Uh, FINA, the committee that rejected the cap, stated that they do not follow the natural form of the head. Okay. I feel like there's no hairstyle in the world besides an afro that follows the natural flow of a person's head. Like, literally, an afro is, I'm not doing anything yeah, to my hair today. It's literally going in the direction in which the pores force it to. And the elasticity of my hair makes it stand. Yeah, it's... it's you have less than yours, so it falls. It, it's, I, it's, I woke up this morning, and I didn't put anything in my hair. I'm going to pick it out, this, that, the third. But my thing is, you know... And I highly doubt that there's, you know, Iranian, Muslim women that are swimming. But what about, you know, head garbs, everything like that? Right. Where it's just like, yo, they they don't want to take them off for their religion. Uh, you should, they should have to if they feel like they can compete within it. And we deem that there's no advantage you gain as a result of it. Then what? It's, it's like being married. It's like, yo, if it don't break God's law or the, the human's law... Just let your wife do it. Like it's it's the same exact thought. So like if it's not giving you an advantage, what are we upset about? Why do we need that? And that's the thing. Is it, is it making me more aerodynamic? Nah. Everybody got everybody got the same swim like we all have swim caps on. Mine just happens to have more hair in it. Yeah. Facts. Like if anything, I might be at a disadvantage. I have more body mass underwater. Yeah. So if there's anything that people should be mad at, that's it to me. Yeah, that, that's... Yeah, it's just weird. And then there's the thing with... um, They did not let five African women run. And I saw that before. Because Why? they had high testosterone levels. What? All right. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, it's just not fair. I just... Here's a weird paralleled example of that. The last time I felt exactly this way, right? After Paul Pierce got fired from ESPN for his strippers and the weed on his mind. Yeah, this already a weird parallel. It's, I was like, yo, if this is who y'all say you are, like, um, your companies are sex positive, your companies are, um, like, Left pipe, all the like we smoke weed or we we use these products, and, and out in the open, and you're public, you're doing filth, like you're doing press to support this lifestyle, and then a member of your company exhibits those signs. Are you still that inclusive? So it's the same way where I'm just like, hey, if you're gonna support the the um, LGBT community and their their choices, LGBTQ, Q plus yes. community, and I'm just like, if you're gonna support that. In other ways, where a person who is actually transitioned can compete in that new division, then how can how, how does this not the same? I'm just saying, be the same all around if you're going to be inclusive. But I mean, nobody could be the same. There's always going to be levels to it. That's what people. I don't feel like people are willing to accept that. But that and we talked about this earlier. How you know. Um, even like shows we watch now and, and it might sound problematic but like Rachel jokes back in like 04, 05 were funny yes indeed we just been watching Malibu's Most Wanted yeah like Malibu's Most Wanted was probably the worst absolutely horrible movie but um, it's weird it doesn't age well 
it doesn't age well except the fact that Tay Diggs is playing himself. No, Tay Diggs is Tay Diggs is playing a black person trying to pretend to be a black person. <laughs> I'm happy he's taking more of those roles. And like he's no longer feel like he have to be like Mr. Brown Sugar all the time. <laughs> like, like he can truly just hey, if you can get a check being yourself as an actor, I feel like that's a dub. Like they keep casting him because he says Canada, why are you fighting me? But I don't know. He he, he is all the way, bro. He acts like I don't love him. Yeah, man. Is everything okay at home? He's gonna be like, nope. Yeah, man. I didn't get fed enough. But that's the thing. It's just like, yo, like, <laughs> you know, I give a story about my nephew was in school, and he's just like, literally, um, how how literal kids take information. Yeah. So like, one night my sister makes food, and she like made rice, but she was gonna use it the next day. So like, they had like like hot dogs and French fries that he wanted to go put on rice. And my sister was just like, hey, no, that rice is for tomorrow. We don't have enough rice for that tonight. Yeah. But next today, my nephew goes to school and his teacher is like, he just wants some extra food. Like, he was running around. It was like, they had like PE or like gym before. He was running around. He was hungry. He was like, okay, I get some more of the rice. Like, he really liked the rice. And she was just like, oh, like, hey, are you look hungry. Like, is everything okay? She was like, yeah, well, my mom said we didn't have enough rice last night. So, like, I just want some now. Wow. Bro, they called her to the school, had a whole, like, we need to talk to you. Like, is everything okay? Like, Yo, we, all right. We, like, we're just so, we're confused. Like, they come to the school, they look so neat, and they're so pressed, they're so polite, and they just, but have we, is he eating enough? And I, it was just like, like what? what is he out here telling <laughs> you? All right, so if you want to talk about why children should not be allowed to talk. No. Um, so, my home, well, my home my with my kid allegedly. Yes. Um, her sister, uh, she has a you know ten year old daughter. Everything like that. Uh, I think this has to be about three years ago. Um, she was like running down the stairs. So what she did was she grabbed her and accidentally like she fell down like two steps, but it was like a stumble. Yep. You know what it means? It's like hey, stop running down the stairs. Yeah. Stumble, stumble. She goes to school the next day, and it's just like, yeah, you know, my mom threw me down the stairs. Oh, <laughs> it's man. just like, yo, DCF is at the house. Really? And it's just like, yo. It, and, like, I saw the stumble. It was literally like, yo, stop running down the stairs. Yeah, my mother, like, she threw me down. No, 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 no. You know, like, the weird dark side of this conversation is, like, they're trained like for that like to jump for that reason like however we can separate separate however we can deem or get existence for the state it's a money play but like i just feel like they there's trigger words that we don't know are trigger words because of where we come from but they're looking for them and the second that they come across you're just like hey we need the state to intervene it's like what wait huh and that's you're right like i've taken classes because like i was a substitute teacher and we were learning to like, hey, if a kid says this, you need to respond this way. Yep. And I'm just like, okay, but sometimes kids be exaggerating yes. stuff. Like, they don't even know what's going on. Boys will be boys. Girls will be girls. I don't know if they have one for girls, but that, I don't think the boys will be boys. All right. Uh, next topic. Um, but, yeah, it's just, it, it's weird at this point with, you know, just knowing who's in trouble and who's just... You're just taking things like 
to the next level. Hey, Bill Cosby. All right, speaking of that, Bill Cosby. Oh, yeah, is okay. I thought that's going with this. He is. I I didn't read it. I, I don't I don't know I don't know if there is a term for it. Like it's not like the juice is loose. Is it like you know? <laughs> The proof is in the pudding. Oh, like they that's, want you to rap again. They don't want you. They don't want me to start rapping. No. Not even rapping again. They don't want me to no. start. No. The proof is in the pudding. Bill Cosby is pretty pop. Like I don't know, but yeah. So, somebody asked me how I felt about it, and they were mad when I said I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't change my life anyway. But like uh, he's what? <laughs> eight, Bill Cosby got to be like 87, 88 years old. Yeah, any, I don't want to sound harsh, but any rest of his life that he has. Probably ain't gonna be ideal. He's still trying to, gonna try to buy NBC. I don't know how far he's gonna nah, get. Nah, man, Shakari was trying to buy NBC, yeah. bro. That's why they, they put the um, head that's, on her. That's why they banned her. She's <laughs> trying to buy NBC, but but, <laughs> <laughs> but and that's the thing, yo. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> but um, the Me Too movement was out here. They were just like, oh my, God, this is why women don't step forward. But Bill see, Cosby is free. But then you know what? Atta- who like attached to B2 was like the African, like the righteous African-American community who was just like, y'all let Bill Cosby talk crazy about black people for years. The second he's out of jail, y'all go run to him because he did an interview where he was just like, yo, I'm, I sit at my house. I look down at the street. And I can see these little kids with their pants hanging off their behinds who don't talk English. They're sitting there cursing. They're costing each other and hurting each other. And I'm watching it happen. And I'm just like, y'all need to stop doing X, Y, Z. Y'all need to stop being out here. Go to school and read or go get a job. And people are like, how dare you let him talk about black people like that? And I'm just like, why is that disrespectful? Like, sure, he might that might have been tactless, right? But, like, why are you hurt that he said... You're cursing up and down the street and hurting each other. You you are disgraced to what any civilization. It's not just black people. No group of people would want this group of people to be amongst them. And all right, so how I feel about Bill Cosby's release? Like I said, I do not care. Wait, I just, was his charges like vacated? Like they said that it was he was they, found not guilty. What happened is apparently, allegedly, like. He made a deal saying that he did everything that he was accused of. But when he got tried, they acted like the deal didn't exist. So he was sentenced to three to ten. Okay. He served two and a half. Yeah. But people are mad that he didn't serve the whole ten. And I'm just like, um, first of all, the reason for sentencing is, hey, if you behave well, you get what the judge said, three to ten. He served two and a half. I'm not going to say like, hey, you know, he, he missed out. Two and a half is a, it's a while, especially at your age. Yes, bro. But, um, people are just out here. I just really wonder like how, like. Santana, man. Santana. Dude. Santana, come here. I just wonder if like the inmates were treating him like. Like Cliff. Or the inmates was treating him like Bill. Him <laughs> was they treating him like Cliff? Like, nah, yo, you know that's OG Cobb. Like, yeah, you, you, you don't touch Bill. Like, give him his pudding pop. Just he good. Like, he with me. Like, are they like looking for fatherly advice from the? Yeah, I, or was Bill keeping the same energy in jail? Like, see, y'all niggas is in here because y'all out here wilding, and they like nigga, you in here because you was back then wilding. Like, how does that work? I, I think that they was treating him like Cliff. In the end, I don't want to sound wild. 
a lot of the jail system is African-American men. Yes. A lot of those well, African-American men have seen Bill Cosby yes. as Cliff Huxtable. Yes. So I don't think they're like, yo, Bill, you was wild. You'd be like, yo, Cliff, you got advice? <laughs> like, I saw what you did for Rudy no, and man, Denise. Man, you helped me, man. You helped me. You, yeah, for real. Like, you helped me get to where I'm at. I always wanted to be Theo. Like, all right, man. Okay, so I thought he got let out because he said he, it was proven that he wasn't out here touching people. No, he but, didn't get out. Okay, yeah. He he literally admitted to doing it. Yeah, but yeah, to the point if you're when first off, nobody should be okay or not okay with somebody else's sentencing. Like it's none of your business. But if when the ruling came out, y'all wasn't mad that he only got three to ten, then don't be upset with. Yeah, but he I mean, does less than that. Nobody was upset when Bobby did less than his time. So just imagine like Bill's pickup line when he was like hitting these women, though. He'd just be like, "Hey, you know, I'm trying to buy CB," and in the mornings, like, you know, I'm trying to buy CBS. But see what happened was he must have slept a little bit. Over. Exactly. He was like, <laughs> "No, nah, was it CBS or NBC? NBC, NBC." Imagine that line though. It's like I'm trying to buy NB. Wake up in the morning. See you drank too much. Um, you could get out of here now. Uh, now these went, and it's like I remember a Time magazine, and it had all the pictures of like the women that like accused Bill Cosby. And what's crazy is more women are accusing Deshaun Watson yeah. than they are Bill Cosby. They ain't never gonna let my man Deshaun out the the proverbial jail. He's not in real jail. Like, he can live his life, like, normally, quote-unquote, The mo- that. The more he steps on a football field, he's in jail. Oh, my goodness, bro. You said January? No, I'm oh. saying he's in jail again. Yes. If, if the moment he steps on a football field, he's in trouble. And, I but, mean, he's he's just Sean. I don't, but the Texans are kind of showing their hand by not forcing this along. Because sure. if this, like, let's say this happens a year ago. And all these accusations, all this stuff comes out. And they're still planning on making, trying to make a run with him and this new team post hop. They would be pushing every button possible. We are one hundred percent beside um, Deshaun Watson as he faces this these ridiculous asinine. Uh, they would be on his neck, like ready, like wait, yeah, we we got him. He's cool, but because they know he has no intention on coming back, they're, they're acting like Tyrod Taylor is a starter. Yes, they're acting like. They're acting like Deshaun Watson's not even on the team. Yes. I, I honestly have heard nothing since the last accusation. I'm not sure if that's good or bad, but I haven't heard anything. And it's just like, yeah, you know, the Texans have quarterbacks in place in case Deshaun's suspended for the season. To be- when, are we, when will we know? We should have already known. Yeah. Like, how long does this take? I do not know. I mean, we've seen more for less. And I don't want to... Yeah, I don't want to be on this, you know, Me Too movement thing, but the Kareem Hunt situation. Yeah, that was quick. That was swift. Kareem Hunt, he was caught on camera kicking, and people can't see my air quotes, but kicking a woman. Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt, it it was like me shooing my dog away. Where it's just like, my foot's here, you're here. I don't feel like bending over to push you out my way, so I'm just going to shoo you out my way. And they gave him six games. Yeah. And I feel like Kareem Hunt had just did something like two weeks before that, too. I mean, like, I, don't, I feel like it was like low, like real low level. Like, 
but it was like, hey, like you should probably get your life together. And like two weeks, like this came out, and I, I remember that the Chiefs only cut him because he lied to Andy Reid. Yeah, he he lied and said he did absolutely nothing, and then that like, he wasn't there. The tape came out like an hour later. Somebody was holding that joint for ransom. It was just like a really you weird know how time TMZ is. Yeah. TMZ is the one that released the Ray Rice video. Yeah, it was just like after two months of being like Ray Rice ain't really do it. Then you see Ray Rice come through with a left really? hook like Mike Tyson. And it's just like, oh, yeah, um, that's pretty problematic. I feel like my boo-boo was really problematic. That was really problematic. But the only thing I was like, but he's married. To he's big, big, but like. <laughs> he's married, married to her now. Yeah, so. like, they straight. Yeah. And that's the the Me Too like, movement jumps on people before there's proof. Yeah. They try to jump on Quavo be, like when they saw the video of um him and Sweetie. Oh, sweetie. Oh, when he like grabbed her arm or something like that? When he grabbed her arm and boxed her out. Oh, like, yeah, a yeah, perfect yeah. box out. Yes, perfect box out. Like, he's an athlete, boy. I tell <laughs> you. Yo, he's fun. He's fun. If he wasn't a rapper, he'd be in the league. Definitely. All his fundamentals was out, man. That was a tech book. It was a perfect box out. He's like, yo, don't take. I think it was like Call of Duty. Don't take my yeah. case, bro. Facts. And now she out here doing, you know, her little GTA missions. And getting hit on by Jack Harlow. First of all, Jack Harlow. That boy's gonna shoot. He's he's gonna shoot. Who invited Jack Harlow to the BET Awards? You know who did. <laughs> BET yeah, because they're owned by white people. Come on, man. Like... BET. People don't understand. BET is owned by white people. They put a black woman in charge, and it's just like, hey, you know, we, we're gonna do we're gonna do what we want to do. Yeah. Jack Harlow invited to the BET Awards. I mean, he is a hip, but see, mind you, I I love Jack Harlow's music. He is, I think he's one of the people. He might be next up at this point. People, he's a he's a top personality. Like, he is. He's a talented. He's a great personality. Great he's personality. really good. He's produced really well. Jack Jack Harlow's in that position, but him him at the BT Awards just didn't sit well with me. <laughs> well, like, well, I guess it's weird. Like, is he black entertainment or is he just a hip-hop artist that are being honored by black entertainment? I couldn't tell you. Neither. But then again, the BT Awards don't matter because they gave Silk Sonic, like, group of the year. I'm like, with one song? They didn't put out, yeah. They didn't put out any, like, group of the year with one song is kind of, I mean, I that means I can win group of the year. Yeah, I mean, you get one bang. Just give me one hit. Close the door. If they're going to leave the door open, I'm going to close it. I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't need you to rap. They don't need you to rap right now. But I don't know, man. It, I think that, you know, Bill Cosby being out, it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, if R. Kelly got out, it might be a different story. Yeah, he's a predator. R. Kelly out here doing some wildness. But Bill Cosby's out. Bill Cosby's out. I don't feel like people's life change. I, I feel like that's a really, really weird thing about how serious people are. People feel like they have to take it because everybody is talking about it. But like, it, it's okay to feel how you want to feel about it. It's okay for me to not care. Exactly. Like I the, just, the world doesn't have. That's why I always say that. That normalize X Y. Like no, don't normalize it. Feel how you feel and be okay. I, feel I wanted it. to talk about that. Like you, you I brought it up that. to me about like normalizing stuff when people are always out here. Like yo, normalize you know black people not knowing how to play space. Normalizing not being friends 
with your family, normalize this, that, the third. Get this going. No, no, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. Why? Just because it's not normal doesn't make it not right. But it doesn't mean that I have to change my life in order to support it. This is a really weird time. We're brought to you by the Proud family. I've been drinking, and Penny's at the mall currently. Mike's coming back with the dog. I was giving him a recap. I'm watching um, the Proud family episode. Where they told him the uh, middle bro sister and the Queen Latifah, and then uh, <laughs> she goes on a date. First of all, when I found out the gross sisters were blue because they were ashy, and then I found out that they're named after like lotion products. Oh man, I'm like, this is the most creative Who show. Who's writing this show? I, what what day? You got to give them their flowers. Who is writing this show? It's a great show, but yeah, it's just like normalizing stuff is. Nothing is normal. Nah. Like, people keep talking about the new norm. Even the new norm isn't normal. You go into, you know, the grocery store, people with masks, people without masks, people mad at the people without masks, yeah. people that aren't vaccinated, people that are I'm just like, yeah. dude, what what do you want? I don't know, bro. Is, so just, well, just live your life, man. Like, why, why do you... If... if you're coming to me so strong in your in your footing that what you're living and what you're doing is fine. Then don't ask me to make it my normal, but be comfortable in knowing that it's yours. I, I don't have to adjust. Like no, like it's okay for you not to know how to play spades, but we like to play spades. Like, did y'all ever finish the game of spades last night? Y'all got in a real deep conversation by the time. Oh I no, left. We, I, we got washed. They they, they was wild. just could not win a single game we, because the hand I had when I left I was like I have four in a pot so I'm leaving right now yeah, but, but yeah it's just like you know norm, don't normalize black people not knowing our play space hey yo tease them yes. don't normalize hey you know fa- family doesn't have to be friends hey you know some people families are just different yes it's like I'm not friends with everybody in my family no, me either. But, I mean, it's... It is what it is. People just need to understand that normalizing stuff isn't normalizing stuff. It is just acceptance of their own lives. Yeah. Live your life, dog. That's true. Oh, I don't know, man. When you talk about the normalizing stuff, it's... It does bother me because I see at least two tweets yeah. a day about normalizing things. And it's always some weird stuff like that's not hard or it's not difficult. But Normalize black oh. people not listening to rap music. I'm just like, nobody asked. Nobody asked, nobody asked you. I know black people that listen to country. I know black people that listen nobody to rock. Listens to country music. It's weird. Makes me uncomfortable. But uh, uh, uh. I mean, it's not normal for me. But. <laughs> exactly. It's like, it's not normal it's for there. you. It's normal for her, though. She does. Like, I feel like normalized means more people should be okay with doing this. I'm just that's like, exactly what it means. What that's, a, that's exactly what it means. I don't like listening on. Like, simple. I, mean, I, I like rap music. So, yeah. Like, and that's the thing. Like, I listen to Queen. I think Queen is one of the best like groups of all time. If people judge me for listening to Queen, oh well, I'm not gonna be like, man, normalize it. Yeah, no. Make it normal that we listen to Queen. That I like it. Make it normal that I like it. Like, no, <laughs> no. it's 
Niggas might not like that. Literally, <laughs> bro. It might not. Ju- it's, that, it's not that deep. You clearly, I don't know. People do. It, they're real weird. But it's like, that got to keep always harking back to, like, just because, just because we don't, like, like have a similar feeling, or, like, just because everybody doesn't have the same thought process doesn't mean that we all have to be in line with it. It's okay for you to feel how you feel. Life isn't groupthink. Yeah. It is to what's... It is to what people are comfortable with. Yeah. Like, I, if I feel like, you know... If I feel like rap music is the music everybody should listen to, I'm not going to push that agenda being like, yo, you should listen to rap. Rap is the best thing ever. But if you in your heart of hearts, it's like, man, I've always been thinking about listening to rap. You know what? Maybe rap is the best thing. That's a different that's a different way to go about it. Exactly. I'm I'm not a group think person. I don't like thinking in a group that because it's dangerous. Yeah. They, they call it an echo chamber at work. Um, I don't know, life life is weird. Every everything's weird at this point. The NBA finals is like the Suns and Bucks. So life is weird. I'm gonna be happy. This is like the first time I'm gonna be happy no matter who wins. I don't care. Yeah. Like Dude. Santana. It's like I, I don't. I don't. I mean, first Fair of all. Enough, I'd be okay. When's the last time Jay Crowder missed the playoffs? Nothing. Jay Crowder is well, if you got Jay Crowder, you are guaranteed to make yeah, it to the least, con- at least the conference finals. Yeah, you're guaranteed <laughs> to make it to the conference finals. But I mean so, all right. I have the Suns beat. I have the Suns winning it all, no matter who they play. Does Chris Paul stay after getting one? Yes. They're talking about him going to New York. First of all, they have talked about everybody in the <laughs> NBA going to New York at some point in their career. I remember the LeBron to New York. Like I remember Derrick Rose to New York when Derrick Rose won the MVP. It just took you know. Right nine. now, well, Zion is actually very very. Zion, he's been in the league a year and a half. Yeah, shoot, six months. Now, <laughs> he's actually playing. Literally, but now they're like you know Chris Paul to New York. Uh, who else to New York? But I've always, I, I, I've being from New York, hating New York sports fans. I'm always just mad about the explanations that I get to those things. Where it's just like, well, yeah, well, you know that he wants to, he wants to go to New York. I'm just like, well, what do you guys have in place to make this player want to go there? I'm like, it's the mecca. And yeah, the endorsement money. And cool. Well, you know, if he won one here, it'd be different than anywhere. And prove it. If you do, if you win a championship, you win a championship. Simple. Tampa Bay just won one. Like and then and and to be honest, nobody cares about Tampa Bay. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. I was just like, wow, that was cool. And it's like, who who are the last three Super Bowl champions? That had to be Tampa Bay, Kansas City. Who was before Kansas City? It wasn't. That wasn't the Philly year. New England. Nobody cares. The only year that really mattered was Philly because it took so long. Yeah. And it was just like, that's a team that should not have won because they played like, New England. You're not going to tell me that if the Rams beat the um, Pats that next year, that LA is just some crazy party zone because they're in LA. It's not going to be a different type of party than it is now. There, there's no such thing as big market, small market. 
I, I highly believe that if you just have the players, you have the coaching, you, you could win wherever. And that's the thing. Um, when it comes to sports, when it comes to even life, I don't think anybody wants to move to Milwaukee. It's Milwaukee, Wisconsin? Look at Santa. But nobody wants to move to, like, Milwaukee. Nobody wants to move to Arizona. But that's just a life goal. That's a life challenge, I guess. But it, it is a life challenge, I guess. Where it's just like, you know, people always talk about the big market. People always talk about, hey, you know, if you go to LA, it's always funny when people try to make that, like, add that into people's salary. Like, no, he should take less because look, he can go to Milwaukee and make thirty-five, or he can come to LA and only take twenty, but he's gonna make fifty. And because like, of no, no taxes, he, he's in Hollywood. He's gonna yeah. have doors. bro. You think people are? Is this still my job? Like, I'm here to cash out on everybody. It doesn't matter if I'm gonna make more money or keep more money. I'm here to make money. Exactly. And that's the thing. It's just like, I remember when Dwight Howard was like the main free agent, like coming out of Orlando. They were like, yo, if he goes to Houston, there's no taxes. But if he goes to L.A., I'm just like, he, he'll he go where, one, he sees fit. Yeah. Two, he's going to see playing time. Yeah. Three, he thinks he's going to win a championship. It's as simple as that. So, I don't know. Pe- people always try to throw things out there. I, I, saw, I saw a trade. Today that made me laugh. Um, Colin Coward, who always says the weirdest stuff, was like, "Hey, you know, if I was the Lakers, I trade Anthony Davis for Bradley Beal today. If I was the Lakers, I trade Anthony Davis for Bradley. Oh, uh, not Bradley Beal, Damian Lillard. Anthony Davis for Damian Lillard today, because he's like, it's not a five-year league anymore. It is a year-to-year league. If I want to win next year." Damian Lillard gives me a better chance than Anthony Davis. Why is that? Why did that gap shift? I don't know. I thought Anthony Davis was top player, five player in the league, according to everybody who talks about sports. And everybody on Twitter was saying he was better than Kevin Garnett at his prime. First of all, nobody. I mean, Kevin Garnett, when it comes to power forwards in NBA history, Kevin Garnett is top three. And he might be number two. Number number one to me is always going to be Tim Duncan. Uh, Tim. You hate Tim Duncan, but Tim Duncan has been he was what consistent. About the instinct. What about Dean yelling at his head? I got to get out the KG. That's what they always say with LeBron, LeBron and Jordan. So I'm just like, what about Killer Instinct? Tim may have Killer Instinct. Tim Duncan is always a killer. Like he never had the instinct. It was weird. Oh. Tim, Tim got Tim got the rings, bro. KG got one. Tim got what four? Oh, he has five. Here we go. Oh, yeah, he do got five. It's just like, hey, you know, it gets to a certain point where it gets to a certain point where it's just 10 did more. Did more than who? Than KG. This is not the hill I want to die on today. Yo, I just love. He did more than KG. I just feel like I've never seen a player more like. KG probably had. In his career, KG had a better team for two seasons. Yeah, I just feel like if you 
if you swap them both in those situations, I think that I think San Antonio's better. I think coaching also matter because I don't. Yeah. Think, I don't think Flip Saunders is. Well, R.I.P. But I don't think Flip Saunders was what Greg Popovich was. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's just like those those Timberwolves teams: Sam Cassell, Latrell Sprewell, Wally Zerbiak, Kevin Garnett, and Rachel Nesterovich. With Troy Hudson coming off the bench, who was a walking bucket at that time for some reason. So you had to play no defense because he was playing next to the ticket. But I mean, that was that was a great team. Latrell Sprewell was giving you twenty a game. Yeah. Wally Zerbiak couldn't miss. And harm. He was giving you twenty and harm. Yeah. Wally Zerbiak couldn't miss. That that's one of the top in my opinion, one of the top five teams to never win a championship. Out of Wally Zerbiak. I never really knew why, but like, <laughs> why would you have a Wally Zerbiak? Yeah, we were shopping like Marshalls and stuff, and it was like, here's a Kevin Garnett jersey, but it was like wild expensive, and they had Wally Zerbiak. Oh, okay. I mean, uh, Wally Zerbiak, bro. I'm the last player. Hey, do you? <laughs> do you? I mean, I don't. I think the worst jersey I had, I had a Latrell Rose Knicks jersey. I had a. T Mac, the white jersey, Orlando Magic, oh, Entrance okay. Aspire. I had mad throwback. Like when throwback jerseys were a thing, I had like a Ray Allen, but it was a throwback Sonics jersey. Yeah. Remember how like Connecticut Marshalls used to have like the Yukon 50, the Yukon 20 jerseys? You'd be like, yo, you want a Mecca Okafor jersey? It's not a Mecca Okafor, it's just okay, Yukon 50. Oh, look at the transition. Look at the transition. <laughs> That's where we're getting. <laughs> it's not Mecca Okafor, but it's a Yukon 50 jersey. Fact. Yo, and that's the thing with this rule with the NCAA. I want you to start with this because your opinion, I think, hits it off. Everybody is thinking about the past, G. Tell you straight like that. First thing everybody goes when this rule comes out is so, how much would Reggie Bush have made? How much would. Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders had yeah. made. How much would Tim Tim Tebow be slinging Bibles on the side? Like everything, right? We would have a Tim Tebow Bible. Yes. And imagine people walking around with yo, like, we got we got the we got the King James, we got the NIV, but we also got the Tim Tebow, the TT. Not Matisse, but like, bro, you were heavy that early. <laughs> we got the Tim Tebow Bible. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just like. Y'all yeah, think about the past, and y'all not thinking about what's coming next. My man Hersey. I'm not gonna look him up in a second because I still haven't like looked up like how he was recruited. I know he went to HBCU, but he's also a millionaire, so he could afford personal treatment. Hersey signed a two million dollar deal with an American tech company, and everybody ain't masterpiece son. But. Imagine a kid who can now get 50000 or 100000 And now, instead of their mother having to move from Section 8 to Section 8, because now they got to... Like, my mother from Destin, Florida, and now all of a sudden, we moving to Oregon because that's who I committed to. I can buy my parents' housing. I don't have to go to the big... Like, I always felt like they make you choose between your pride and your pockets. Do I go to the HBCU... Where I know I'm not gonna get the same treatment, I know I'm gonna I'm not gonna have access to the same things. Or do I go to 
Alabama or Clemson, and I, I'm going to be full spoon fed. I'm going to all these different things are going to happen, right? So, I don't think this new generation cares about history. Like you know, like you always get to like other places. Like you know, my daddy went to Clemson, my granddaddy went to Clemson, so I'm gonna go to Clemson. Like the, I don't think these new kids care about that. They gonna go to the HBCU, make the history, film the games, create their own exposure through social media, and they're gonna monetize it. So it's just like, what what, what do I need you for anymore? Well, and that's the thing. I mean, I sent you the Spencer Rattler thing where he he's being sponsored by Raising Canes. Yep. So now you have like restaurants sponsoring, not universities. I'm gonna sponsor a player. Yeah. I have faith enough in this college athlete. They um, buy a stock early. They, they are, and when they become professional, it's just like, hey, you know, now that stock is going way up. Seamless transition. It it is seamless, but what happens when the players are making more than the coaches? You already see what happens in the NBA. Co- coaches get fired when players are making more than coaches. It's just like, he ain't the one. I'm not sure if it's going to be different with college because, you know, with the NFL, you need two years of, you know, post-high post, post high school to um, declare for the NFL. The NBA, it's going to be right out of high school. I, I do think they'll still get there, but it's the same way I was on the league. It's like... Imagine you're trapped and your legs are tied together, right? Yeah. But if I cut through one of my feet, I can hop out of here. But there's no way that I can do it like this. The NCAA cut off one of their feet to save the, the other one. It was like, they're going to cause major issues. It's going to kill the overseas route, but it's going to cause major issues from the prestigious schools that claim for, we got the best programs, we have the most money, our, our boosters are backing us up. And now you need to come to us, and now they can go wherever they want because they have the money. They're getting paid to go there. But, but they're seeing the money that they lost this past year, or well, even two years ago. RJ Hampton was supposed to be in college. Yeah. RJ Hampton went overseas. LaMelo Ball went overseas. Uh-huh. These are players that should have been in college, but the fact that they couldn't get paid was a big influence on the fact they were just like, I'm just going to go professional somewhere yeah. else. Now, college athletes getting paid is going to create a whole new version of Pandora's box. I think, we're, I think we'll find quickly that companies will arm themselves and attach themselves to universities. So, if I'm the founder of Coca-Cola and I'm from where SMU is from, best believe we're going to sponsor whatever kid wants to come that's Anywhere so. near SMU and give him a bag. Oh, your daddy need a job. He need a new job. Co- Co- okay, cool. Coca Cola's in Atlanta, right? Yeah, man. That's me. Dogs. Imagine, like, hey, wh- whoever comes through Georgia, we are sponsoring every player, yeah. and whoever doesn't make it, bye, sayonara. Yeah. But if you're that one, bet how how much you want. It's it's gonna open a version of Pandora's box, which is gonna oh. make it messy. You can recruit everybody, everybody, bro. Because like even even if like let's say I'm number fifty one of your top fifty, somebody get hurt, you bring me in, right? I wasn't supposed to be here anyway. If I'm a sponsored athlete because I'm part of this, then 
what if I just don't make the team and then you go, all right, well, now you're in, well, we know you're in school. We'll pay for the next two years of your school, get your degree, come work for us. And then they get that diversity hire. Yeah, he thought he came into our, our athlete program. We transferred him to community. You're right. You, you can start you're bridging right. anything because right. that was a pipeline. You're creating programs. You're doing this, yes. that, the third. It's just a shit. All money for these corporations anyway is a, is a shifting of the hand. It's like, I have to pay this because I need to get this back. If yeah. I don't spend this much, then they won't give me that much And back. that's the thing. People don't realize. Corporations don't run out of money. No. They, they can spend whatever they, they want. They money. They do. But it's just like they, they could spend whatever they want. Corporations aren't gonna be like, man, that I can't do this even that's too much money. How many Where? people are just like, yo, I would move I would move to San Francisco. Like I right, or um like I really wanna go to Cal, but my mother can't move here. I got a younger sister, it's, it's a single parent household and, and part of that deal is all right, well, because you can do it like Puma. Like Puma goes, we sign a new athlete. Look, we can give you five. Your deal is 10 mil. We can give you five mil in um, apparel and five mil in clothing. We'll give you nine mil in money and one mil in clothing. People back in the day were signing with Jordan and Nike because they're like, yo, I get all this Nike deal. But it's like 90, 10 apparel to money. The same way these companies are going to go, all right, well, does she work? What does she do? We have an office. Come work. So now I can root up my life and I start my perfect. Like you start working, and that's probably gonna cause like a different like psychological effect. Cause now you're starting to work at seventeen. Yeah, but and it it makes it messy because, like you said, it's retroactive, but also it's current. I was reading about the Miles Bridges Miles Bridges situation. People don't remember. Uh-huh. Miles Bridges was suspended for a game because he went out to dinner with a booster. Well, with an agent. The dinner was $40. Miles Bridges was suspended a game and had to put $40 towards charity because it was against NCAA regulations. That's nasty. It's just, dude, $40? Funky, $40? A funky little $40. Literally, he just went out to dinner with it. Maybe he's looking for an agent for the draft. This was his junior year, too, and he left it after his junior year. He's just looking for an agent, it's a, but it was against NCAA regulations. Now it's just like, dude, you're going to see college athletes walking around. You, I've, I've been to college, and I've seen people who struggle to get through college. Mm-hmm. You're going to see college athletes walking around like they're in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Like You're going to see college athletes rolling up to your 930 class in a Rolls Royce yep. with some Gucci flip-flops. Yep. And it's just like, yo, that's what do I, I have to do? Yeah, that's it's very scary because I was rolling up to college. I was just like, "Yo, every, I feel he, I feel good." Everybody has like you know a secondhand car. Yeah. Now you're just gonna have, hey, you know, I'm I'm gonna buy this car for me and this car for my mother. I'm buy this house for my mother. I have this endorsement deal. I could pay for whatever I want. And not only that, it makes it even more dangerous for athletes who I get. If you want to stay in school a year longer. You already have your full scholarship, but now it's just like, dude. You, now, now I now I have to pay, and you're gonna pay an extra year for me to do this. I don't have to go professional and sit on the bench for you to pull it. Oh, yeah. Now, if I know I'm not good enough to be, time. yeah, I'm not good enough to be professional, but I am better than everybody else in you know college. I keep rising my stock. Exactly. 
Exactly. The weird thing about that too, I was thinking about while you're saying that, is that like weirdly enough, like this scales. So if you're a collegiate program that's recognized by the NCAA, no matter if you're at Santa, you're at Santa Monica or you're Auburn or your University of Bridgeport or your like if you if I don't know like uh, or your Western, so now if it's not necessarily Coca Cola or Raising Cane's that are looking for the big guys as much as it is the Three Brothers Diner or the American Canteen looking for the kid at UB to go hey. Smile and say, "Come be that Mary Canteen after you dunk on four niggas next game." Yeah, you you gonna you gonna be on billboards. Exactly, it scales. It's it's not. We see it high level, like yeah, yo. But it's Spencer like, Rattler's gonna be eating chicken tenders between diamond niggas up. Like yo, that's cool, but so is the, the Western du- cod. The dude on the billboard at exit twenty seven A. Exactly. While you're trying to merge, you're just like come to Bass Pro Shop. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like yo, it's. It's crazy. Um, it, it, that NIL opens it opens such a big like let me it opens a big box. And um I don't I don't know what's next. And you're gonna see in the next I wanna say three to four years how dangerous it's gonna be. Yeah, because that, that kid only getting paid by American T just still gotta go hoop in the hood. Like he don't, I, he's he's kind of on campus. Like he still I, could get touched. And, but that's the thing. I'm an advocate for college players getting paid. Me too. But there's this is different than college players getting paid. This is I can use my likeness to get money, not me getting paid. Yep. There's a huge difference. And I mean, Spencer Rattler was on the QB one, right? He's yeah. on QB one show. Yep. People know who Spencer Rattler is. Well it's just well, like, yo, I saw you on Netflix. I'm gonna buy whatever he's you like got. A little kid, like before, I just remember like watching that QB one series. I'm like, yo, he can spin a football. He's super talented, but he's always looking really tiny, really tiny. And then he stepped on at Oklahoma. I was like, okay, he's a romance. Like, I, I, but I mean, Oklahoma is meant. I Baker Mayfield is man, a small, small quarterback, man, small man, but he could sl- he could sling the football. Jalen Hurts is only six foot, yeah. but he could sling the football. Spencer Rattler, I think, is six one, six two. No, Spencer Rattler is six two. He's probably the tallest quarterback yeah. Oklahoma's had in a decade, but he could sling he the sling football. So it's just like, I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying I'm scared because I'm always happy for players get paid for what they work for. Yeah. I mean, if I'm bringing this much money to you, we've talked about this in previous podcasts. If I'm bringing this much money to university, I feel like I should be getting paid something. Yeah. I mean, but this is way different. I can use my likeness for anything. Sponsor me. Sponsor me. I will sign 100 autographs a day. Sponsor me. Well, just like think about like the two-year, three-year, four-year college player who like they know they'll never make the league but they start all four years or like what are those guys like they're going to be creating a lot of like it's just this new level of income and that in between is going to create a lot of people who don't go professional but still have like little pockets of money based on their collegiate careers it's it's scary. Like gone other gone other y'all got my girl pregnant, so I have to stay here. I can stay here and get in trouble in XYZ. Yeah. That was just like, oh, don't worry, babe. My girl's pregnant. Y'all have off campus house. Like I just need to be away from the team because I'm I'm moving in with my girl. They're gonna be like, sure, pay XYZ. Alright, bet. We out, babe. Like and, it's simple stuff. And that's the thing. And 
I don't want to seem stereotypical, but it's like we don't know how many NFL, NBA players that enter the NBA draft, NFL draft, yeah. just because, you know, they might have gotten somebody pregnant, they got in trouble, and it's just like, I need money fast. Yep. Now it's just like, oh, I can get money. All right, bet. Get we my got education. Yep. It, it's sure it's a little bit. It's very, very different. And There's going to be high school, like college players making more than like professional athletes. There is. The, your your tenth your tenth man on the right bench right. is gonna be making less than the dude playing point guard for Kentucky. Yeah, that's it's gonna be messy. It's gonna be interesting. I can't wait. I, I can't you know wait. you know me. I love a mess. Yes, I, I love a mess because then we can talk about that mess, and it's so much better to me. I I love potting about messes. Right. Speaking of that, uh, proud. So I asked you this question earlier. Yeah. We're watching Proud Family right now. Who was a better father? Because first of all, whoever Kyra Pratt played in any show, their father always had to deal with whatever problems she brought up. Yeah, she was bringing problems. Who was the better father, Oscar or Flex Alexander? All right, so the conversation wasn't better, but like more who was who was the stricter? Because better, I, I leave more. I never saw like. Petty and her dad like grow together like they had their moments. They had their moments, but like Flex and Brianna grew to be like friends as adults. Like Which should not have happened. Then, well it happens at a point. But I mean So alright. So I finished one on one. Like I said, if there's any show that should have an extra ep just give me one more episode. Yeah. Like you remember how Breaking Bad like did you ever watch Breaking Bad? Yeah. Remember how it ended and you were just like there was kind of no resolution? No. And then they came out with that movie, El Camino, with yeah. Jesse. And it's like, this is going to be the resolution to Breaking Bad. And it still wasn't a resolution. One-on-one -on -one needs to give me one more episode. Bring all... I don't care where they're at in this life. This is a reunion at the end. Hey, hey. It's going to be bad clips. <laughs> yeah. From all the stuff that they did. Like, the bring, bring Ray J back. You remember when this happened? First of all, then you slept with D-Mac. <laughs> like, I just, I just want one more episode of one-on-one -on -one to... Because in the end, Arnez goes to chase after Brandy. Yeah. And, and Kyra sleeps with D-Mac. And you're just like... Here comes this Brandy. They family messing everybody up. But I don't, if that season was 10 episodes, I would have much rather not had 11 than get one more. Like, I would rather just not have that. Like, Brianna goes off to college and we never and, figure out and, and that's what it. happens after that's that. That's it. I would have left so, it at that. It would, be at this, it would be at the absolute top of, like, black television. But like, also, one-on-one -on -one is... One-on-one -on -one was a five-season show, which it shouldn't have yeah. made it to five seasons. One-on-one's one of the few shows that had three different intros. Yeah. Like, how do you have five seasons have but three intros. intros? They had a bunch of intros. I don't know who sang the intro, but it was fire. Both all three seasons. <laughs> but I, I, I want to know who you think was the better, you know, father figure. Flex. Flex. Flex made so many changes, so many, and he still lived his life like as an adult. I yeah, feel like he like, didn't just end adult. his life because now, like, he wanted his daughter with him. Like he, he found when he was balling, he was overstepping, and he got with the light skinned teacher, and then bro she broke his heart, and now he had to the light skinned therapist. Then he married the thing, and yeah, back it up and married the therapist. But it was like interesting because the first like two and a half episodes, 
Brianna was the co-star and Flex was the star of the show. It's like, what's Flex getting into? Oh, man, his daughter saw. And then, like, as the seasons progressed, it gradually shifted to, like, what is Brianna doing? And, like, what is Flex? What's going on with Flex and how does this affect him? Yeah. Like, they completely switched who, like, the main characters were. And he, I think he did it, like, effortlessly. Like, I'm not catching as much camera time. There's not so many, like, hijinky side-by-side episodes no more. Like, we're here to see her and her love life as I, a teenage girl. I, I think, I think people, I don't want to say, I think people underestimate how diverse Flex Alexander was as an actor. It isn't his... It isn't his fault he was cast into bad roles. Is it his fault? Yes. No. He, he could say no. Yo. He needed a job. <laughs> it's not his fault he was cast as Michael Jackson. And what made it funny is there's an episode one on one where he came dressed for Halloween as a better as Michael, Michael Jackson. As a better Michael Jackson than he was. But the wild thing about that, right? And that's why like, I always feel like we give actors such a tough. Like it's not like musicians, like. Nigga, you could put out an album when you feel like it. You could go put out a beat and rap to it and sing to it when you feel about it. Well, when you're in this lane of arts, like you're in a television show, like I could, everything could look really good, and then the people I have to work with in order to make this production crap the bed. And the vision, how I thought this would turn out, although I did my thing, is not it. It's not what their vision was. And then y'all gonna look at me crazy because I'm Will Smith and After Earth. <laughs> but you, like, as a rapper, you just be like, "Yo, I was bucking that song. Here's a new one." Everybody's like, "Oh," and then you just change your opinion on it. Flex, Flex had his moments. He was in Sister Sister. He was in Sister Sister. Yeah, he was the rapper. Um, what's the name? I forgot what his name was. This is a really garbage name. But he had one of those little doodle curls. Yeah. Um, he was in Moesha. Yeah, he was in Moesha. It's like. Flex had his roles. Well, he'll always be Flex, man. And that's the thing. He's always... He's not like Alan like Payne. I see him in, yeah, Alan Payne. But who is Alan Payne to you? Alan Payne's Alan Payne. But when you see him... He's a dude from New Jack City. Dude from New Jack City. Okay, that, that's what I'm at. Like, he'll always be G-Money to you. He's always G-Money to you. It's the same way he'll still always be... Um, the dude from Malibu. He played for Malibu Prep. I forget. <laughs> I that's forgot. He'll, he'll always be in that role for because he's like he overacted in every one of these roles. But so when you fall in love with a role, have you ever seen the movie Perfect Storm? Yes, where he played that Jamaican. I was just like, no. First of all, all right, time out. Y'all couldn't find a real Jamaican to play Jamaican. Nope. <laughs> I chose Alan Payne <laughs> for whatever reason. For the one black person in this movie, you chose Alan Payne. Yeah. That's like, some, or some people like act themselves, well I guess most people act themselves into those roles, because that's like the dude, I think his name was John Lewis, who played Will's father, and oh, the episode, and Fresh, Fresh Prince. Prince, like, but he overacted in that scene so much, that like, every time I see him in another film, and my mind I go, I didn't want this, it just happened, like, I just, <laughs> I hear that in my mind, and I can't separate it, like, he's doing a really good job of whatever this new film is, and I just keep seeing that in my mind. <laughs> That's how I feel about watching Malibu's Most Wanted, <laughs> watching Tay Diggs play himself. Play himself. He literally played a black person wanting to be black. It was like Fifty Cent. They were just find ways to cast themselves as themselves. It's like Anthony Anderson. You can tell Anthony Anderson. You know he's been through some Tay Diggs. Like every move, like every movement he made. It's just so unnatural. So I'm, I'm saying, I'm, I'm happy he's doing that. He don't gotta get his brown sugar bag no more. 
Now he could coach Beverly High or Craig, whoever he's at now. I don't know. Yeah. I got they said that came back on. I got watched it. I'll be watching. What, what's TV it, like what's the name of the show? All American. All American. Yeah. With a little um. The British folk. The Br- British folk. The British dude. British dude that always blames black people. Yes. Well, they're black. <laughs> How about you? He's playing a hood. He's playing a hood. Yeah. That's it's what just like, all... dude, you you go. I don't know any hoods in Britain. Great Britain. Why you gotta watch Top Boy? That's why. Watch. Watch Top I've been, Boy. I've been meaning to watch Top Boy. It, it's weirdly entertaining. I'm not going to lie. You have to like, it's going to be weird. But if you can accept it, you're really going to The like only it. reason I, I didn't watch Top Boy is because Drake came out with a song for it. And yes. I was just like, if Drake putting out a song for a movie doesn't make, like, I don't like it. Uh, I, I can't. But I, I need to get into watching Top Boy. Pause. But um, <laughs> I don't know, man. What? Watching Malibu's most wanted, I was just like, yo. Tate to explain himself is just hilarious. Hilarious, bro. Anthony Anderson. Anthony Anderson's a great actor. He's a, I think he's an underrated actor. But uh, also Blackish kind of gave him the perfect role. Yeah, I agree. With, you know, my boo thing, Tracy Ellis Ross. Love. Whole lot of gang stuff. But um <laughs> I don't know. I Back to the topic. I think that Oscar was a better parent than Flex. Why? Because Oscar just... Oscar also had a family to take care of. Okay. So, so everything that Penny did was going to reflect on the kids. Sure. So, I mean, I feel like, you know... Oscar was just like, you know... I, I have... Not only that, Oscar started his own business. Sure. Failed multiple times, but for some reason his business never went out of business. Always had credit. But anything Penny did is like add to reflect on BB and CC. Yeah. And he always had to protect that. Flex was just like, it's me and you. What we going like? What you gonna do? But I, I also think that in this argument, I'll call the the Floyd Henderson clause. Don't. Single fathers. I try to. I try to up. stay away from yeah, that too. Single fathers are always gonna have a hand up. Like Trudy was putting Oscar in his place multiple times. Yeah, Trudy. Because he was wilding. Trudy was. What nobody else? He, like, who who flex had Dwayne? What nobody to get him? What's back funny is you know who played Trudy? Who? Homegirl from Friday that was um dating Craig, the one with all the braids. Okay. Yeah. She wow. she plays Trudy. Yeah, she does. So it's like I was like, yo, she out here cheating on Friday, laying with right. another dude in bed, but she out here being the great mother for Penny Proud model citizen. So, but I don't know something about Oscar Brown Also, I mean, Tommy Lee Davis, one of my favorite comedians. Yo, I always think of um, Burnell Hill or Martin whenever I think of Tommy Lee Davis. <laughs> I I think of um. The episode of all that where he showed up on um, cooking with Randy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, "Yo, you gotta put a salad in her." He's like, and Randy literally passed out. Like, you didn't add no chocolate. So this dude opens a cabinet and chocolate just rains oh, out. All that was one of the best cameo shows ever. Yeah, because um, who was the dude who um was in Black Sheep that passed away? Adam Sandler's best friend. It was a wild, ago. big, fat white dude. He used to be on Saturday Night Live. Oh my goodness, I need to look it up. Not Chris Farley. Chris Farley. Chris Farley was on an episode of Cooking with Randy, and he he was like obsessed with ketchup. 
So it was just like, yo, he's trying to put ketchup on everything. And Randy's just like, nah, nah. You gotta put a block of chocolate on that joke. But it's like, I feel like that they all that was kind of like a playground for those like improv dudes because they're just like, when you do like adult, oh, what's the term for that type of acting? Im- improv, okay, I just said that. When you do like adult improv, you like kind of have to have like a story that things have to make sense. But when you're like marketing to kids, you just be silly. All that made no sense. No sense, and they knew that. Like we could, all right, let's take off the political hat. Let's take off whatever jokes we're trying to make to make sense. When we go on SNL, and I'm gonna pop up here and just be silly, and I feel like they missed that. But um, if like I said, you know, I guess I'm rich and I have Paramount Plus. There you go. Big money, big money. You have to watch the jump from all that from seasons two to seasons three. Season two, it was like still like, you know, a kid show. Season three, everybody was a teenager except for Amanda. They started doing some wild. I'm like looking at these jokes. And it's just like, you know how you watch like kids shows and it's like, that's an adult joke? Yes. I'm just like watching all. And I literally watched Transition like season two. Like, haha, that's funny as a kid. Season three, I'm just like, yo, this is hilarious. This is crazy. They started doing some wild. I see bras and panties flying left and right. I'm just like, all right, first of all, as like a six-year-old kid, I don't think I, I don't even don't think I knew what a bra was at six years old. But I'm seeing like dudes fishing bras out the crowd. I'm just like, oh, that's funny. Ha ha, piece of clothing. It, it it got a little bit crazy. But I also think that's when Keenan Kel like um the show started was like season three. So they got a little bit more mature. Josh Server, your favorite person, Lori Beth Denberg. Like she is so bad. She you got some what Lori Beth was I don't think she was inherently funny, but a person who was always just cast perfectly. Yes. Like everything they put her in, like Good Burger. That Steve thing. Harvey show. Steve Harvey, bro, she was cast perfect. And maybe that might be her bag and she might be talented. Like, maybe I'm looking too big into the role she filled opposed to how she filled the role. Damn, I wish I don't Let's turn. I'm about to say, we get on podcasts and it's just me like, yo, everybody spit. Yeah. Spit a 16 right now. We got a pack of blacks and a beat CD. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, oh yeah, she's probably talented. Let me just not say that. She's probably talented. But that's the thing. It's like, uh, the third season is when Amanda got on the show because they kicked my Puerto Rican baby off. And the one Puerto Rican girl that was always on the show that was just like, um, she was always with Lori Beth on the island forever and ever and ever. And ever. I don't know her name, <laughs> but all that. I, all right. It's going to be a you know, hot question, but. What show had the best, like, intro theme song? Because all that had, you know, all that had TLC and Left Eye Spit a Verse that was crazy. Left Eye had some. Uh, Cousin Skeeter had. That was, a, that was an actual song. Yeah. That's was, why I think Stilo might take it. because It like, was Stilo, but instead of Stilo, they said Skilo because it was Cousin Skeeter. Yeah, but that was, that's, I think, my Because you favorite. like my Skeeter. I was just like, oh. Because he came out the elevator with 702. Yeah. So, what a. Was that Steve? We gotta find out like a year that was Steve Stout. Like Steve Stout. Man, <laughs> yeah, they even. They, they, we had a little puppet. No, they all got this girl group. Like, it's just, I'm telling you, we gotta find out he did that too. Uh, Keenan and Kel had Coolio. Yeah. Um, 
even the Proud family had Destiny's Child, and that's Solange yeah. before she was out here like showing people how to love. That's so Raven. That's when Raven was singing and yeah. also didn't say that she didn't like black people. Static Shock had some crazy, but that was a cartoon, but Static Shock had Static Shock had. Had Romeo. Oh, yeah, it did have Romeo. Romeo. But I'm just like, yo, what was the best intro like to a show? Even the Amanda show was fire. Amanda, Amanda, Amanda. I was just like, eh, uh. Well, you also got to bring Romeo back. You also got to bring Romeo had a pretty dope intro to the top. He did. I'll be I'll be capping if I didn't tell you that was like one of my like favorite shows growing up. As the kid. Romeo show oh, was my, fire. I was like glued to that. Mom don't talk to me. You're like Romeo's about to come on. Cause that's the thing. Even like kid shows now, they don't have intros like that. Where I'm like, except for the Phineas and Ferb intro. Cause that's the hundred, nice. I was just like, oh, this this Phineas and Ferb is one of my favorite shows of all time. That's my favorite. Like, he, but to me, my favorite intro is definitely the Coolio joint. Keenan and Kel, I I can't, I can't top that. that video, you gotta watch Keenan because Keenan be scheming with a plan or a plan. I was just like, yo, Coolio got bars. Like, yeah. Okay, so like, there's I guess there's equal grace to be given in having a real song be your intro and then having somebody write you like a dope yeah. song that's specific to like what your show's about. Yeah, like because Moesha the would go up there. Moesha, because that was Brandy. Moesha, Moesha. Okay, yeah, yeah, Moesha goes to the top of that list. The one-on-one intro was pretty fire, too. Sometimes it ends. Yeah, that was one-on-one. One-on-one was fire. Ma- I forgot the about Martin this. intro. Martin show was fire. I got a few different ones. But... Same thing with Jamie Foxx show. I think Jamie Foxx show, the second the second intro was a fire oh, one. With the platinum. Everywhere. With the platinum yeah. joint. That joint was fire. Here we go once again. Um, Alright, so I'm looking at this young, young man at... Um, Hersey Miller, I finally got it pulled up, right? Yeah. He does not have a 24 sports right here. But he has, um, he had offers from LSU, Missouri, Morgan State, and USC, and some other schools. So no schools that would be ranked this year. Yeah. Yeah. Western Kentucky. Those, those are top 100 schools. Yeah. And he, he committed to Tennessee State. Which might be, I'm, I'm not even sure Tennessee State's top 100, to be honest. Tennessee State is where Robert Covington went to. Yeah, he's ranked behind like the another dude that they got committed who's a three-star. So I'm just like, and of course he got $2 million in that deal because he's Master P's son. But I'm just like, magic, what is a five? So now you start, like, I mean, this is like a weird move back to that conversation. But I'm like, where do, how much can I charge as a five-star recruit? Mikey, Will- Mikey Williams is up the street from here. Yes. And it's just He's like... about to cash Mike, out. Mikey Williams, I think, is number eight in his class. Um, Last time I checked. Last time I checked, he was number eight in his class because he wasn't in the top 20 for, like, you know, people that are in high school, but he's number eight in his class. Yeah. He'll cash out crazy. Quickly. Especially because he's uber-athletic. Yeah. And anybody who's... If you're able to put on a show, you're going to catch out easily. It's like, are you Doug McDermott or are you like John Wall? Like, who's making more money? Like, Or you think about Steph Curry was like athletic because, like, are you doing the attractive things? Like, 
Bam Adebayo or Carl Anthony Towns like really good big man for Kentucky, but they weren't always doing the things that like you gotta make it pay for. Like you're right, you gotta make it look sexy. Yeah, exactly. You, like Eric Bledsoe was gonna make more money on this team because he was getting steals and dunking on people yeah. than the people who were actually responsible for like winning games. Yeah, you, you definitely gotta make it look sexy when it comes to that point, because to be honest, nobody nobody's gonna sign it's, the white guy. Your life is like turning into 2K. Like I feel like. You're gonna have to start like making contracts with these companies that are like college. Like, yo, we can give you fifteen hundred right now, but every time if you say eat fresh, then we'll give you another fifteen dollars per incident. If you get an interception to say eat fresh, we'll give you a hundred. But they already had that. Remember what happened with Ronaldo, where it's just like, hey, I replaced um, Coca Cola with Gatorade on my podium while I'm giving a speech. Coca Cola stopped. Down fell. And mind you, it's Coca Cola. They're not. It don't hurt. But a $4 million drop is a lot. Just because you were just like, I want water, I don't drink Coke. Same thing happened with um, Gatorade when Kawhi won like the All-Star Game MVP. He literally went up to the podium, grabbed his Gatorade, put it underneath the table, and just started talking. Gatorade stopped drop. Well, Pepsi, because um, Pepsi owns Gatorade. Pepsi versus Coke. Every other drink is just them beefing with each other. As simple as that. It, it it sounds wild, but it is honestly as simple as that. Oh my goodness. Life is crazy at this point. <laughs> Life is crazy. Sometimes I feel like, you know, you're, you're living two different lives sometimes. You lived the life when you were younger and didn't understand everything. And now you're living the life as like an older person where it's just like, like you said, information is so easily accessible. I understand it, but when I understand it more, it gets me a little bit more angry. Yeah. I don't know, man. Sorry, keep going, talking. No, like, I... No, it's like, I don't know. It's just when... When you talk to, you know, younger people, they always want to say, hey, you know, life is black and white. Either I'm happy or I'm not happy. Either music makes me feel this way or that way. Either I eat this or that. The older you get, it's just like, you could just, you could be happy, but come off as not happy. Yeah. I was talking um, to a friend the other day, where it's just like, my love language might be, I guess my love language is not on the, you know, spectrum of love My love language is distance. And what I mean by that is, yes, sometimes I want to, you know, feel loved and talk. But other times, I just want you to understand that I want to be alone. I want you to understand that I need my space. Where it's just like, it's not that I don't enjoy company. It's not that I don't enjoy you. But at this moment in time, I just want to be to myself. I don't want to text. I don't want to call. I don't want you saying, oh my goodness, I hope that everything's well. Yes, everything's well. Leave me alone. Like, it sounds weird, but... Yes, everything's good. I, I just want to be by myself. Because it, it comes from a place of, uh, like, you're 27 years old. I know myself. I know what I require. So I need the person who would choose to be with me to understand what I require. Now, like, will I, at a point, grow or change? Of course, possibly, as far as knowing yourself and learning yourself. But just because you need time to yourself from time to time, and you can identify when that, like it'd be different if you just didn't know you wanted to be alone. Yeah. 
you did. But like, yo, I know, I, I know what I feel is coming on, and I just kind of want to chill. You can do you around me, but I just like whatever I'm doing. I would just like to do it. Yeah, I'm it, the same way. It, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, just because I don't tell you every little moment of my life, like I got somebody got mad, like, hey, Mike, you didn't tell me you got a haircut. Okay. Really? <laughs> like I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that I didn't do that. But to be honest, I'm just living my life. Can I do it again? Yeah, I, I do stuff and, sometimes. And stuff like that is, I, I don't think whoever, whoever felt the need to be in, included on your haircut timing is not a person who you would probably be like close to. Like it might have been like a person like oh like we talked. Well, and that's it. Like, it was, it was more than, it was more than one person. Like I, I posted it on I posted it on the Snapchat. Oh my goodness, you got your haircut. Why didn't you tell me? It's like, cause it's none of your business. I like that. But the person who truthfully like would ask that is more like a hey, like you changed something. Like, are you happy with the change? Are you scared? Like, what if it's a change that had to happen? That's why I would like want to know. But like people like that, it's just like they people just feel like they need to be entitled to like. But but that's the thing. People don't understand why I even grew my hair out. Like, I grew my hair out because I was in a bad place. It was just like, I stopped caring. And in the words of great proverb, Wale, any girl that got me twisted only grew out my fro. It's just like, yo, I grew out my hair because it's just like, I stopped caring. I kept my hair in a certain place when um, I was dating Mariah. Yeah. I would always keep it that way because I knew she liked it short, blah, 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 yada, yada. Because when I first met her after like high school, I had my afro, and she was like, nah, cuz. Like, how nah, you good? <laughs> but after that, it's just like, I just grew my hair out, and it's just like, what's gonna happen next? Yeah. I re- I could really care less. Um, I've met girls who literally saw me, and it's just like, oh my gosh, like, your hair is amazing. I'm just like, dude, you have no idea why. <laughs> you don't know. So I cut it because it's just like, it's a new start for me, where it's just like, I'm fresh, I'm trying to do better things for myself. And you know, I feel cleaner. Yeah. Like, I'm, and also, it's pretty hot in North Carolina. Yeah, wild, it's pretty hot down here. So, one, if my hair is too long and I start sweating because I'm breathing, I don't like that. Yeah. I'm realizing that I have to, like, I don't know why, but my hair is like drying out a lot faster. So, I've been having like to like deep condition it like often, like oil it often. Because I got some products for you, bro. Or, I got some products. Don't worry. Also, my hairstylist moved down here. My um, godson sister. Yeah. She's my hairstylist. So if you need some stuff, she'll hook you up. Yeah. I get some dress. Yeah. Let Let's not do that. Like, oh, <laughs> I can't do the lady on braids. Like just take the two. No. no. Right. I I did that and it lasted like a week and I was just like, well, my hair's curly. Right. I don't know, bro. That's. Life, life's just crazy when you think about it. Life's cyclical when you think about it. Definitely. Very cyclical. I um, I posted like random pictures the other day on my Facebook just talking about like, hey, you know, yo, this happened when I was 16, 15, 17. I posted something about me and my boy Aaron. And I was just like, yo, like these are good times. I hope dude's doing well. And his sister messaged me. And she's like, it was a scary message. And what I mean by scary message is she's like, 
man, I feel your pain. I was just like, that's weird. Like, in the back of my mind, it was just like, that's weird because ain't y'all like, like that, y'all was close forever. Yeah. Like, related, whatever, whatever. And she's, I was just like, yeah, sometimes I think about those times. And she just liked it. I was just like, I don't know what's going on in that um, yeah. that front. I'm probably never going to know. Yeah. But, you know, I pray for the health and safety of everybody that's been in my life. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, life is honestly just scary, cyclical. Right now, I'm at that point where I'm not sure if you've seen my post, but I'm just like, yo, I just want to support small businesses at yeah. this point. If you are... Yo, you selling accessories, you selling shirts, hats, socks, underwear. Be like, yo, hit me up. Yeah. Hit me up, man. The other day, um, I bought some beads from um, this girl named Chanel because I wanted some wrist beads. And she's like, whatever, I'll sign up. I bought a shirt from one of my former players. Okay. Came, came out with a shirt line. Bought a shirt from him. And she was like, yo, it's a nice shirt. Got some butterflies on it. It's the summer season, you know. They do love butterflies. I, I mean, butterflies kind of—they kind of ugly to me. I'm not even gonna lie. Their colors should be nice. But they're flies. They are flies. They're flies with bigger they're wings. They get the flutter and season. They do. I, I, I always get confused between them and moths. Like why? Why are like, like moths and butterflies are like the same person? They're the one, same thing. Like white You're just different races. Exactly. Y'all different races, bro. I'm waiting on you. To get me my Chaos of Concept shirt. I am not. Yeah. That's all I want. That's all I want. Like, I'll, just, like, I'll just have to put the order in. Like, I'm not doing anything with it right now. I, I want some more shirts for myself. But. I know you do. But we're like the same size. Yeah. So if you order a shirt for you. But, come on. But that That's life at this point. Um. I'm happy that I'm able to, you know, reconnecting with um, Jack has been good for me. Reconnecting, just being able to see, you know, life brings people apart and could bring people together. Um, I'm not sure, you know, how many people, where it's just like, there's somebody in your life, you get distant because stuff happens. Like, life happens. We're, We're grown human beings. I'm just reconnecting with him. It's been healthy for me. And just being able to talk to the people in our circle about circumstances in my life that I should avoid. Such as, you know, bringing a child around you guys. <laughs> Perfectly. You know, we've, we've been tried and, and, and stood court for that, for that instance. Yeah. So. It happens. It does. You know, it's, just, you, you just, it's real easy when we want certain things, but making those decisions yeah, we all make decisions out of. There's moments where we make decisions out of emotion, and moments where we make decisions out of logic. Yeah. And usually, usually logic overtakes emotion, but if the emotion's strong enough, yeah. you're just gonna do what you're used to. And even talking last night, uh, talking to Gary, Gary's just like, "Are you happy or are you comfortable?" I was just like, "Dag, bro, like, stop preaching. Stop preaching." Goodness gracious. It, 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 you get comfortable so easy, man. And just 
not. I, I just like I'm in that weird place right now where I have some goals, I have some things that it has to play out. Like I know it comes next, but it's still a little while away. And I'm just like, if I don't, if I don't do something soon, I'm gonna go crazy. Yeah. So just trying to pace so everybody gets comfortable from time to time. Just so don't let it be a habit. Yeah. Don't let it be a habit. Be great. Like I said, be great. Being great is just seeing that as the name of my player's clothing brand. Be be great. B E and it's great with a number eight. That's just like Yep, and I was like, be great. I I accept that. Be great. I, I'll get you a shirt next time I order. It's yeah. it's really nice clothing. I like to be great. I always like to be great. All right, but I want to finish. We weren't able to finish our podcast the way I liked to last week because it got a little long, drawn yeah. out. There's five of us. Aaliyah said that nobody loved me. Yeah. The usual stuff. <laughs> um, so I want to finish it with. I don't want to do comedy. Because common, you know, you're going to win because I only know like three common songs. And one of them is the food. <laughs> but when I was cleaning out my car today, I had it on shuffle. And I listened to this song by an artist that I think everybody knows. But there's like levels to her career. Mary J. Blige. If you were to tell me what the best Mary J. Blige song you've ever heard, where it's just like, yo, like, where it's just like, yo, if I want somebody to listen to Mary, this is a song where Mary just goes off. What song would that be? (laughs) If I want a person to be familiar with the, the Mary that I was familiar with for the majority of my life until like I started like looking into music and like researching music and stuff. If like the aliens landed and I had to like show them who Mary J. Bodge is. Then you feel good. Like you felt the pain in her voice. She introduced you to the word dancery. Dancery is not a that's not in the dictionary. Prove it. It should have been in the dictionary (laughs) before it swore. Prove yet though. (laughs) Not her best song. Or my favorite song. Okay. Some that's the thing. Mary Mary J. Blige is so diverse, but at the same time, she has songs where you're just like, okay, I get it that I'm hurt. Like, I'm hurt too, Mary. Um, so the song I listened to earlier today was Mary's Joint, which Drake sampled on Views. Yes. And I was just like, Dad, Mary J. Blige might be one of the... She's a boogeyman artist. They're not going to say her name. They're not. As I was, I was, even, I was really, really disrespected that if they even brought Tony up. With, with Mary J. Blige? Yeah. To- you can't see Tony and Mary J. Blige. Don't, don't know Tony you might see, and that's the thing, you might see Mariah, but Mary still got it. You know who I think is like weirdly closer? Hey, I, I think like Missy and Mary. I, I, I wouldn't would disagree with that. 
I wouldn't just I'll group it. But if you want Mary. Live your life, girl. Second album. She goes off. Love is all we need is one of my favorite songs of all time. Really? Um, yo, I, like I said, I, last podcast, I grew up on Mary J. Blige. Yeah. Um, if I didn't have to listen to I'm Going Down, I listen to Love is All We Need. It's, it's a great song. Nas, like it's a Nas top five rapper of all time in my mind. So, um, I, I'd put Mary, Love is All We Need. I feel like People older than us will put just fine because that's a workout yeah. song. Yeah, that, that, that was a bad excuse. Was, <laughs> it wasn't quite family affair, but New York kept um, just fine. On Anytime they give me shows this tempo, like we gotta keep it alive for a little while. So when she came with that little upbeat joint, they shows started going wild. Like, they was gonna keep it moving. But remember when like Mary took a hiatus and then she came back with this joint? I would listen to verses between Mary and Mary. Everything before 2000 and everything after 2000. I would listen to verses. She got, she's going to be the new Kobe. She got 824. And so, <laughs> and that of her, so, yeah, and the Swiss. Holla at me. Celebrate <laughs> That's Yo. my intellectual property. Uh, I, I was. Did, did you watch the Bobby Brown um, Brian McKnight versus? I watched all the dancing that they did on. Um, I, I watched that on Twitter too. Yeah. First of all, Brian McKnight was lit. I was so so wow. Yeah, let's see. He was lit. The moment he played all me and then transitioned that to yeah. make it last forever, I was like, first of all, never do that again. Weird. Never do it again. Second of all, I'm a light skinned me. I was like, my brother. Second of all, Bobby, first of all, Bobby won that verse at 14 to 6. Bobby yeah. Brown is, he brought his new edition hits into it. And the one thing that he will never let people forget is that he was on the, he was the lead singer for Mr. Telephone Man. Bobby will never let you forget that. Yeah, that was a song that's funny. And then he was just like, okay, it's my, my prerogative humping around. Just like the little thing, I bet um, Bobby's mad. He must have gone, can you say it? If he's not Candy Stand the Rain, it would have been over. Yeah. Keith, Keith would have never been in this conversation. We've been like, Bobby. That's the one hit over, like, reasonable doubt. I, but here's the thing I feel like it's funny that it has to be Keith versus Bobby Brown for the simple fact that Bobby was in a group. Yeah. It's like Keith has to go against somebody who already had hits after hits after hits before he became solo. If he was going to do Bobby against somebody, I mean. Dad, find somebody else who was in a group that went Ooh. solo. Slim? Like who, nigga? Beyonce. I don't know. <laughs> like somebody. Beyonce don't want that body solo. Beyonce don't want the body. Well, that's generational. Yeah. Because, I mean, Beyonce might do like 
what was that joint with Sean Paul? Baby girl? Yeah, baby boy. Baby boy. She might do that, and everybody, like, under the age of 20 is like, yo, this a hit. Yeah. Bobby play Roni. Dude, I'm over here saying Roni with you. I don't think there's a single artist that Beyonce would consider versus this. I don't think Beyonce considers, like, being in a room with anybody. Exactly. Like... Not my husband or my children. Don't talk to me. The verses I want to see is Sierra against somebody though. Who do you give Sierra? Like, um, Olivia? Like, I, <laughs> I forgot Olivia existed. I, I, I like racking my blade for like those dancing females. I don't she know. Like, she gotta go versus against A. Marie and Cassie. And you got to <laughs> jump her <laughs> and still lose. I'm watching Sierra still swash y'all. I don't know. What's like a boy come on? She started hitting that little matrix where ended up being rap for both of them. I don't know. Maybe Sierra against Omarion. It don't gotta be like same sex, man. We no, we're no, inclusive here. Inclusive. I could see Sierra against Omarion. Smoke for everybody. That that'd be a close one. That'd be that that'd be a decent one. They were like the female and male versions at the time. Exactly. About the group, about the boy group. Mario's always gonna be a tricky match because he's not quite top tier, but he does have B2K, B2K hits. hits. But Sierra, like the first half of her career, she had hit after hit, hit after hit, yeah. hit after hit. and she if she pulls out like Wait, you, Jazzy Faye producing her, yeah, yeah. For, for this beat is yeah. autumn, yeah, like I could see Sierra. She she had that joint with um. She said I need the I forgot the joint. Tati is so like Oh Field Mob. So uh Yeah, so uh That was that was actually I'm gonna sign my way home. Uh, <laughs> she she, she so had mad joints. Field mob Field Mob was on two songs. They were on that song and that Georgia song with Ludacris. Yeah. There's also um Those are the only two songs. I'm telling. I'm a Ludacris fan, but that's like one of the weird like. How how do you feel about that um Ludacris the baby um conversation? Um, I think you're disrespecting Ludacris. I do. I definitely do. But I, I feel like at the same time that he's disrespecting baby. Like he thinks he's rapping. He's not Ludacris. He's not. There there, there is no way you could compare the baby. Like I understand if you're like. Ludacris was like a brand. Yes. And not only that, that like he he was at he he was in um too fast too furious while he was dropping um Southern hospitality. Yep. Uh, there's nothing yeah, about the baby. Luda that, had chicken and, chicken and beer. Then um, release therapy. No, before no red light district. Red light district. You just said another one. Southern hospitality. Oh, no, oh that was on one of them. Um, battle of the sexes. Yep. Yeah. Luda um. What was the joint where he was in the movie theater? It was the joint where he had that song with Floyd Mayweather. I don't know about Floyd Mayweather, but because I forgot that Roy Jones rap until I heard that DJ K Slay song and it brought <laughs> me back to um, when will you make us run? Ludacris. Theater of the mind. So it went. Yes, word, I remember theater of the mind. It went word of mouth. Chick, no, it went back for the first time. Yep. Word of mouth. Yep. Chicken and beer. Red lights. 
District release therapy, Theater of the Mind, Battle of the Sexes. That's seven albums that are pretty good. They gotta stop playing with Luda's baby. <laughs> the baby has dropped what? He's dropped two and a half. Two and a half albums that were I. Like they were cool. It, it was cool, but I think that was a mixtape. The joint with um Suge. Nah, I actually did that one. Oh, I've never like searched for a whole baby project. Except for that, his first album. Oh, Kurt, the one yeah. with um Bop. Yeah. It was decent, but I mean, it sounded like all of his mixtapes. Because, as Mason would say, the baby sounds does sing. <laughs> so, Alright, well, we'll end it there. Um, I gotta make sure my dog didn't mess up the door. But, I want everybody to be blessed. Corey, thanks for coming for your 5% as right. usual. Um, and, <laughs> I hope everybody be blessed, be safe, and, you know, and tune in. I'm not a college athlete, but feel free to sponsor me. Sponsoring that quarter four five right. dot cash, CBS cash money sign. We gonna buy NBC, baby. Us building Shakari. Yeah, I'll tell you. Later. I'll talk to y'all later. <laughs>